Welcome back to the I Don't Have Time to Work podcast. You're with Luke. Uh, Troy is going to be back with us again uh, next week. I know that he has been uh, a little bit absent lately, but he's just been really working very hard behind the scenes on a lot of different things. So I just thought I'd um, I'd carry the torch. You know, um, make sure that things don't fall apart. You know, it's got to, it's got to keep moving forward. So um, uh, we've got a great episode for you this week. We did talk to Ryan Bowles from the Create or Die Tribe. Now, this guy is a coach for freelancers. I've known him for years and years and years through uh, like the metal and hardcore scene. Uh, I actually traveled around the country when I was um, tour managing for another band uh, around Australia. Uh, we went to uh, four or five states and I think it was like, nine shows in eight days. So it was pretty crazy, but I got to know him really, really well. And he's a very, very passionate, amazing uh, business person and freelancer and just a person in general. So it was an absolute pleasure to talk to him. Also on this episode, uh, we spoke to Dania Michaela. She's the founder and CEO of the Dania M Group and the co-founder of creatorscode.co. As I said, Troy talked talked to this amazing woman. Um, She had so much to say about um, social media, um, and she'd just been to a social media summit. So there was an amazing, amazing points in there um, that really, really helped us with our social media strategies as well. And it's really good to be able to share this kind of conversation with you guys. Um, I hope you enjoy it. First up, we've got Ryan Bowles uh, from the Creator or Die tribe. There he hey, is. Luke hey, Lukey. Hey, bro. How you going? Looking well. Doing awesome. Hey, likewise. Good to see you. Thanks, bro. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been, when was the last time? Um, Four, four, five years ago, maybe. Would it, yeah, easily. Yeah, either at yeah. either at your place putting us up, or uh, at one of our shows on the Central Coast, or Sydney. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> I miss I, I miss the I miss the band, man. You know, it's 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 a shame that it's not around anymore. But I know we've got we've got different paths to to, to walk. So you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know. I was. I'm actually like cleaning out all stuff in my room at the moment, just doing this big spring clean. And like came across like old. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the awesome. old the old photos and like yeah. journals and all sorts of stuff. So it's been a bit so as, reminiscent. As, as you're like bringing them out, are you starting to get a little bit like sorry eyed for the old days? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just took down some flags that I picked up all over, you know, all over the world, you know, off my walls, and I'm like, ah, oh, all sorts of stuff. So there's heaps of yeah. I've still got the old overcomer flag up there. Awesome. Um, that's going to be the last thing that comes down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Um, all right. So, well, thank you so much for, for joining us on the I Don't Have Time to Work podcast. Um, for any of our new viewers that have come on, my name's Luke. Uh, myself and my, my partner, Troy, who's not with me tonight, uh, run a podcast where we talk to hustlers, creatives, uh, you know, freelancers, business owners, anyone who's basically bucking the trend of the nine to five Monday to Friday grind, getting out there and trying to trying to create something for themselves. Now, Ryan is a perfect example of someone like this. Ever since I've known him, he's always been a passionate, forward-thinking, positive uh, business dude. I mean, even when even when you were in Prepared Like a Bride, I, I remember seeing you at, in Newcastle at the Cambridge and you the way you had your merch set up and like the you had like a, you had like a PayPal system. Like no hardcore <laughs> bands had that. Like I was just like, this dude knows what's going on. Um, so Ryan, welcome th- welcome to the podcast once again. Thank you for 
for being on. Um, my first question is, well, it's, it, I, I would like you to introduce yourself um, and tell us what you're all about. Well, firstly, thanks for having me. And uh, it's just a pleasure to catch up, let alone do a podcast together. So thanks for having me. And um, great question. How do I introduce myself? I like to do that differently depending on the, the place and time that I'm at. And uh, mm-hmm. usually at parties, I'll take people down a long-winded rabbit hole just to have some fun, um, which usually uh, usually includes myself being some form of drug dealer or you know, something like this here on the Gold Coast. <laughs> uh, you know, depending on who we're chatting to. But for you, I'll give you, I'll give you the elevator pitch that um, I guess I'm a creative. I was born that way. I didn't realize I was a creative until I failed art uh, and then jumped into, into, you know, playing in a band, uh, which we eventually broke up and then started another band called Prepared Like a Bride. So that's when I discovered that I was actually born a creative and I had no idea because I had no encouragement. Uh, and that led down a number of different pathways of um, taking the band to a whole different place, you know, um, to running e-commerce businesses, to running, uh, you know, or funding charities, um, to a whole bunch of different things. And now currently I'm coaching and uh, helping creatives and artists to grow their business all around the world. Dude, that's perfect. That's exactly what we want to hear. It's um, it, it's really good to it's it's genuinely really good to talk to you. Um, you know, after all these years, and I, you know, I've been I've been watching from a distance and just seeing your hustle, and I've always just been very um, uh, or inspired by it. I've I, you know, I've always kind of looked up to you as a as a business person. So it's, it's really good to talk to you about this kind of stuff. Now, thank um, you. Create or die tribe. Talk to me about that. Um, I I've been on there for a few weeks and you know i've watched a couple of things come through and i love the way you run it but um tell our viewers or our listeners uh what it's all about yeah cool so i mean for the last number of like how many years now it's started probably it's 2018 i mean so to give you a quick backstory out during the band that's where i learned design um and i was completely self-taught you know i didn't study i didn't have anyone help me on that it was just purely peer group, learning, YouTubing, et cetera. And so I built a freelance business um, and we did a whole bunch of fun things with that. And so I I self-taught and learned all of those principles. And attached to that was, you know, growing a business effectively. Uh, And then as I guess, you know, my audience, my community started growing, uh, my influence started growing, more and more people would ask me, just just these repetitive questions over and over again, I started to realize that there was a real common struggle with the everyday creative, everyday freelancer. And I realized that freelance in general is growing at a rate faster than like the, you know, the the bronze age, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, freelancing is just taking off. And so people were asking these questions and questions. And I thought I need to do something about this because I need to help this problem on a broad scale and um, replying one-on-one to, you know, hundreds and hundreds of DMs and messages and emails wasn't going to solve the problem on a greater scale. So that's where the Create or Die tribe was birthed. And um, Create or Die creatives are those that, that believe in hard work, in learning learning skills, in mastering them, in never quitting, uh, in burning their boats and, and knowing that if this is the only option, then there's no other path other than success. And so birthed a, a tribe, um, which, yeah, we're having a lot of fun. You've been a part of it. And uh, it's been really cool seeing over now 40 different countries worldwide of people connecting, creatives supporting one another. 
and growing and learning together. So that's what that's a little bit about it. I love it. I love it. Now, um, you said that you were you were helping people one on one. Do you feel that as you were helping them, you were learning more about the way that your mind works when it, when it comes to being a creative as well? Yeah, great question. I mean, I love getting a I, I love getting a question myself uh, that makes me think, wow, like how did I how did I deal with this, like subconsciously, or you know, years ago, how did I work through that, and I never really thought about it or contemplated it. So having people ask me those questions that are quite pointy and challenging sort of had to make me look inward and go, wow, I got through this. How did I do that? And then how can that be become replicable, like replicable to it, to the next person? Yeah. 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 No, it's, a, it's, a, it, it's, it's like lear- you're learning as te- learning by teaching. It's a, it's an incredible thing. Now, um, Absolutely. I, did, I did mention before about you being one of the most positive people that I've ever met. Um, how, how important to you is a po- positive mental attitude when it comes to hustling? It's just about everything. It's not everything, but um, it's, it's right up there. And I, I, I said it today multiple different times. Um, I, was at, I was at church today and someone said, you know, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm awesome. They're like, awesome. I'm like, yeah, half, you know, glass half full, always, always glass half full, always optimist, uh, always see or know that there's a sunrise after every stormy night. That's just, um, that's just been my outlook and it's taken trainings and practice and uh, determination. It's not like that every day. Uh, sure. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I think, uh, I think there's positive thinking and I think then you've got to back it up with, um, with, you know, solid foundations and um, you can have them in a, a whole different bunch of ways. Yeah, absolutely. I find that, um, and especially these days when it comes to Instagram, you know, I spend a lot of time on Instagram with this podcast um, and I look through, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of Instagram accounts a day or, you know, a week or whatever, because I'm on there, I'm on there all all the time. Um, And I find that there's a lot of people talking the positive mental attitude talk, but not really walking it. Um, Do you find that as well within the creative community? (laughs) Dude, I mean, it was the same in the in the hardcore metal community. Like, um, people talking the talk but not walking the walk. Yeah, absolutely. With within every industry, um, within it, I've got a friend, Jacob, texting me. He's so if I start laughing, he's texting me. I'm You're right. You're right, dude. Turn that off. Um, but yeah, in every industry, there's talk and then there's walk. So, uh, I mean. Yeah, there's, you know, there's positive, you know, Instagram posts, there's positive videos and stories and stuff. And like, that's, I mean, it'll speak to someone. Um, I I feel like that is, um, I feel like that if it speaks to one person, you know, whether you're faking it or not, um, you know, then you've done a good, you've done a good deed somewhat. Yeah. Surely it comes around full circle. Yeah, no, I completely, completely agree with that. And, you know, um, I know I happen to know that you're a, a Gary V fan. Um, I, he's one of the dudes that, like, when I get up in the morning and I drink coffee, I, I just put on Daily V because it's just yeah. the way that I start my day. Um, I enjoy his positivity, but he's also a, a realist, so he understands the process of you know I'm gonna I'm happy, yes, but I also understand that like my shit is my own shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. like he blames himself for things, which I think is um, very important. Now, you mentioned encouragement before um, when you were talking about uh, being in a band. Um, yeah. Do you find do you find a lack of encouragement from outside sometimes sometimes does impact freelancers and entrepreneurs? Yeah, um, in the small niches that aren't so small, band life, 
creative life, business life, I feel like too often, and I'd be interested to know in other different areas as well what it's like, you know, I'm sure it's the same, but I feel like too often we get, um, we feel isolated and that, and I've been talking with it through with a friend recently that, you know, you feel like I'm the only one going through this problem or this challenge. And uh, my friend Chris and I, you know, we're chatting and he, he was struggling with a few things and we always talk, you know, quite um, constructively. And I said, dude, if, if you're telling me you're the only one going through this, you're being super selfish, you know, not to, not to understand that everyone's going through this, you know. It's a very selfish mindset to think that you're the only one uh, going through a challenge. And so, yes, within the, the creative um, space, I feel that my, part of my mission is breaking through the barriers of uh, perception that everyone's doing great, no one's got any troubles or challenges and just putting it all out on the table. Um, and so that when it's all out on the table, everyone's like, oh, everyone's got their own crap to deal with. Everyone's like, you know, got a struggle, this, that or the other. And then you can start there and build. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's what I love about the create or die try because, you know, everyone everyone that's saying it, there's, there's some people who are coming in and saying a problem that they've got and then other people are going, oh, my God, this person has a problem that I've got. Now I can understand that, like, I'm not the only person out there. 100%. Um, with that problem, you know. Um, yeah. So, freelancing. How did uh, I mean? How did you? Re- how did you crack into freelancing? What was your first foray? <sighs> um, I know what it was in terms of design. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think before that. I mean, through school, I remember. I remember. I mean, freelancing. You know. It's funny, the more and more I think about it and talk about it, you know, it's just a business. And like I was, I was thinking about a practical business model if you've got a, a, um, a physical store shop front, you know, yeah. and you don't have many customers and one customer comes in, it's like you're freelancing, you know, if that's, if you, you play it like that. Anyway, it's just yeah. some of the thoughts that I have. But in terms of design, it was um, for like my band prior to Prepared Like a Bride. Um, and it was free work because I was doing it for our own band. Yeah. Um, and then same for Prepared Like a Bride, doing it for our band for free, never got paid. And then I think one of the first clients I had was, you know, another local band who was like, hey, like, you're doing cool stuff for your band. Can you do it for mine? And, you know, we'll pay you. So that was when it sort of started, you know, when cash was exchanged. And um, I was like, Maybe I can actually earn some form of living while in the back of a in the back of a van. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a very exciting. I, I remember, like you know, I've been in the same band since two thousand and four, and we very rarely we play death metal. So, like, no one gets paid to play death metal, you know. <laughs> so um, good. So, you know, we played a show about two or three weeks ago down on the south coast, and we got paid three hundred dollars for it which is like mind blowing to, to us. Like we're a four piece crappy little band, whatever. So like to, so to know that we've driven six hours and people have given us money to like do it. And yeah, it was, it was, it's an amazing, amazing. It is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So Ryan, what's next for you? Have you got um, anything in the pipeline that you want to drop exclusively for the, I don't Whoa. know, time to work. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, what's next? <laughs> Get your pens and paper ready. No, that's um, it. Currently, I'm just I'm wanting to really establish uh, who we are as as a Create or Die tribe and sort of the movement that we're on. And so, 
I just want to add as much value as I can to, to everyone that's on that journey. Uh, I do have some ideas around things for 2019, um, which I'm not going to, I'm not going to drop <laughs> here. I, that's I, all right. I, I will okay. say it will be very, um, very inclusive and public to anyone that wants to be on board, which is going to be pretty exciting. Um, and it's going to have the potential to really rocket launch a whole bunch of um, creative careers, just no matter what point of the journey you're on. Um, but until then, I am just plugging away and helping people every day. Dude, that's, that's perfect. I love it. Um, now, before I let you go, uh, I always ask all of our guests, um, for our viewers out there who are sitting on their hands wondering if they should jump out of that crappy job that they've got that they absolutely hate going to. And that's actually one of the reasons we do this on a Sunday night. We like to get people inspired on that Sunday night when they're anxious about going to work the next day and they're thinking, how am I going to be able to get out of work the next day? Right. What is one piece of advice you would give to someone who's sitting on their hands waiting for, for an opportunity instead of jumping? Oh, do you want the short answer or the long answer? I mean, <laughs> do both, whatever you want to do. Well, it's, I mean, firstly, I have to say that everyone's situation is is unique to them. There's no situation alike. I don't think there's any rush. At the same time, I think there is plenty of rush. So, you know, firstly, I think you should assess, you know, do you, do you have kids and a mortgage and a whole bunch of stuff that you, you need to, like, provide for? Or is it just you? So you need to know your situation. And secondly, man... For me personally, if I can t- talk from personal experience, I've sworn that I will never, you know, work for someone ever again because, you know, I'd rather lead people than be led by someone who I'm building their own, their dream and not, you know, my own. And so that's, that's my mentality. And so that's a part of the motivation for me to make sure whatever I do is a success. Um, and then secondly, uh, like Jacob said it on this thing, you know, just jump as well. Uh, in Australia, we are so we're so we're so blessed. We've got everything we possibly need to to give us a shot. You know, we got more millionaires coming out of India um, than any any other country on the world, and they're coming from a third world country. Yet their motivation and their drive and their their idea of a better life is so strong that it will cause them to study, to learn, to make their job, their free, whatever it is, work. Uh, and so I think we can be very complacent here and get very, and I'm speaking myself as well, we can get take things for granted. Um, but we've got every opportunity. We've got the same amount of hours as everybody else in the day. And uh, sometimes you just gotta, you just got to do it. Dude, that's perfect. Ryan, thank you so much for being a part of the I Don't Have Time to Work podcast. It's been a, a great pleasure to talk to you again, man. Been a pleasure being on it and great to catch up, my, my man. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. We'll catch up soon, all right? 100%. Thanks, okay. Luke. See you, bro. Bye. Peace. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, Ryan's a, an awesome dude. Make sure that you go over and follow him on on Instagram. Um, and if you are a creator yourself, if you're a freelance um, designer or anything like that, um, make sure that you go over to the Create or Die Tribe Facebook group and see if you can get yourself joined in there. There's a lot of a lot of amazing inspirational people within that group. And um, yeah, next up we've got Dania Michaela. Um, Troy got to talk to her, um, and I I loved listening to the, this this girl speak with so much passion. You can hear everything was really coming from the heart, and um, 
you know, as I said previously, like there was a lot of things that we took from it and we were able to kind of use, um, it kind of changed the way that we thought about our social media and the way that it is one whole package as opposed to individual platforms. Um, look, let us know what you think about what she said. Um, make sure that you let us know what um, about what Ryan said. You know, if you if you like what you're hearing, uh, let us know. If if you're not liking what you're hearing and you want to hear something else or you want to see something else, let us know as well. In the meantime, here's here's Dania and Troy. How are you? I'm good. You know, end of day Friday for us here. I know it's Saturday morning for you. I just yep. flew back from New York, so I'm a little time jet lagged but other yeah. other than that i feel good awesome awesome cool well i guess we'll do a bit of a, a, bit of a backstory on uh i guess how how we kind of started chatting was we randomly just started chatting just from a few posts that i think we did and it might have actually been through um i know that i did a, a couple of things with hannah and hannah carlson as well um and, and i know that we just started randomly chatting about oh, right. social media and and uh and yeah and then um and, and what what we do i guess for, for the followers who are joining from from your from your side um what we do here at i don't have time to work in in uh, in australia is we try and connect and chat with uh, entrepreneurs and uh, business people worldwide and uh i was like who's this chick killing it on the other side of the world let's uh let's try and connect Yes, I love it. No, I love what you guys are doing. I think it's so important to be showcasing entrepreneurs in so many different areas because otherwise we wouldn't be able to meet. If it wasn't for things like this, we wouldn't even Absolutely. know about each other. Absolutely. How crazy is it? it like, imagine like 10 years ago, you're going, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a live video chat on our social media. People will be going, you're crazy, man. What are you talking about? It's not going right. to happen. <laughs> right. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Well, look, um, look, it'd be great to, to, um, I know that we had a brief chat and you were talking to me and we're actually going to try and talk uh, a week or so ago, but you're at uh social media week, week in LA, which I was, I must say a little bit jealous about. Um, yeah. can you, we don't, I mean, we, we do have things like that here that are like out in Australia. Um, but obviously, um, the size and the scale and that kind of thing is a little bit different. Can you, um, for those who have joined from my side, would love to hear an update and uh, I guess your experience from that week. Yeah, absolutely. So for anyone who doesn't know me, my name is Dania and I run a remote digital marketing firm here in Los Angeles, as well as an online learning platform for all things social media. So attending social media week was something that was really important for me to do, to be hearing about what's going on, you know, what are we talking about, thinking about as we move into 2019. So last week we had Social Media Week LA and the theme was actually called Closer, which right. was okay. really interesting because there's so many ways to become closer, right? We talk a lot yeah. about becoming closer with your following and building that tribe and that trust and those connections. But yeah. it's also looking at things closer with a more ta tech and data-driven perspective and really practicing social listening when creating these marketing strategies. Okay, okay, that's that's interesting. And so, were they? Um, was there was there a kind of push? Was there any kind of new uh, technologies that you'd heard from that week, or was it more so just kind of, uh, I guess, confirming and concreting the the things that we already know? I think you know. I think a little bit of both. There were a lot of themes of things that I think are really important for anyone who is in the social media space to go and relearn, you know, whether it's the basics of 
branding on Instagram and best practices with the newest features at this time. But then of yep. course, there are some amazing vendors at these events who are coming up with incredible data softwares for understanding your followers. And a lot of people don't realize how technical social media can actually be. And yeah. the more you look into it and the more softwares you use or people you get to know, you know, like Talkwalker was there, Julius, and those were some of the softwares um, that were vendors to kind of show okay. you and walk you through different ways of either finding influencers or even just understanding a demographic of a potential client so that yep. when you pitch to them, you understand, you know, what like these these softwares are amazing. They could even show you how many tweets they were getting on Twitter versus you wow. know, how many Instagram posts, who was looking at them, who was following them. So if you see a little hole as a social media marketer and you yep. see something like, you know, I realize you do really well on Instagram, but not so great on Twitter. It's like, yep. bingo, that's, yes. that's how you're going to get the business. So that's yeah. all really cool. Awesome. Awesome. That's really cool. And um, so just really quickly for those who have joined from Dania's side, my name's Troy from I Don't Have Time to Work, all the way on the other side of Australia, uh, on the world of the world on, in Australia. I'm connecting with Dania today and thank you very much. Um, I'm glad we got this, <laughs> this to work. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. So because we're going to be recording this and, and putting this up on our podcast. So it'd be awesome. Like there's a lot more people that listen back to it. Um, obviously, it's a bit of an odd time uh, at 11 o'clock on a Saturday here in Australia. But what was the kind of... Uh, uh, we just touched on the technologies there from um, uh, Social Media Week in LA. What was something that um, I guess one of the one of the real takeaways that you got from it um, in regards to um, what you can kind of see coming in uh, technology wise in the next kind of couple of years? Yeah, I think so. It's it's definitely a combination of tech and creative, which yep. is really important. And one of my biggest takeaways there was actually. Um, what was her name? There was a speaker named Lindsay Fultz mm -hmm. and she, you know, did an entire talk about influencer marketing. And yes, right. some of the things she was saying really resonated with me. For example, being a digital marketing firm, when I'm working with a client and we're looking yep. for influencers for influencer marketing campaign, you know, she associated the influencer to the middle child in the room. As in, you know, there's me and then there's the client yep. and we're not really paying attention or listening to the person who's actually the content creator, actually the person who has the talent. And when we say influencer, we mean, yep. you know, we mean people who do YouTube podcasts, not necessarily, you know, here's a product and let me hold it next to my face, which is yep. that's that's marketing in its own right. But unless you're Kim yep. Kardashian, it's really hard for people to just buy that. So yeah, 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 yeah. About the highly creative influencers. And, you know, her whole thing was it's time to let them be them. And yep. it's time to bring that into our marketing strategies and tell your clients, you know, they're an influencer for a reason. Yep. They create content, let them do it, let them do it their way and their style. And that's how you're going to draw their crowd as well as honestly save yourself a lot of time and a lot of headache and just let them kind of take the reins. Awesome. That, that's, that's really good advice. I think uh, authenticity is a huge thing. Uh, and, and that is definitely something that the, the people, because the people are judging now, it's not a matter of going through a uh, you know, through a TV station and getting ratings and all this stuff, the people are watching right. it straight away. So they can see, they can, they can see if something is, is, is not authentic, can't they? Yep, absolutely. And the, clo the closer straight. you stay in alignment with 
authenticity when it comes to social media marketing because we all see things online and we all immediately question is this real that's yeah, the first yeah exactly thing that comes to mind so the closer you stay and like the truer you stay to yourself the better off you will be awesome awesome cool um so dania in regards to your your business and and, and what you do there can it be awesome if you could just um give us maybe a little bit more of an in-depth thing uh from from the from the people from from our side is it more so um uh, is it more so like you guys offer a service and you offer a uh, service to clients to to and, and is it just social media or is there other things that you touch on with their with them as a marketing strategies and things like that as well? Sure. Yeah. So so I would say we specialize in social media marketing, which encompasses all of that. So it's everything yep. from actually building out the strategy to branding, packaging. It could even be content or content creation for the physical product or the box that it will be launched in. You know, there's a lot of different um, yep. spectrums of content as well as the content that you would put on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of that, and understanding the SMO, the social media optimization behind it yep. to really make these things impactful. So not every client is a full package and obviously every client is custom. It's not one size fits all. Exactly. Some people yep. just need content in terms of photography and editing. Other people need an entire strategy, but we also build strategies to pass off to internal teams. So if I'm working okay. with a corporation yep. and they have a marketing team, I will come in to consult, build the strategy, and they kind of take it from there, and I'm there for any additional help. Awesome. Okay, cool. And um, what's your take on uh, – I ask a lot of um, people that we, we interview and talk to about this, um, and I know that um, – well, I guess you can use the prime example of Gary Vee where he kind of cuts down all the – um, um, the barriers. So it doesn't matter what platform people are on, you have a connection with them. Are you, uh, how are you in regards to your, um, when you advise clients, is it a matter of, it has to be, do you see a certain platform as uh, targeting a certain demographic or, or are you are you kind of like, look, people choose what platform that is, we've got to cater to that, whatever the customer uh, chooses. Sure, I think, well, so it's tricky to, comp This this is what I'll say. I'll say yep. that I think, you know, step one is that you have to figure out where your audience lives. Yep. And for not, not every brand has an audience that lives on every platform. You know, yep. there are many brands who don't really need to utilize LinkedIn, for example, if it's more, that's more a professional based platform, more business, more corporation um, yep. versus a kind of product that wouldn't find its users on there. So I would yep. say putting your energy to grow the platforms of where your audience lives is really important, but I always recommend that we have some kind of feed through to anything social media, just because yep. you never want to rely on one platform. You know, it's, it's everyone's biggest nightmare that we're going to wake up tomorrow and Instagram is going to disappear. Not that yeah. it went well, but if you haven't been getting emails of your followers, if you haven't really been making real contacts, and yep. for some reason you lost all of your followers tomorrow, even if it was a glitch on your own account, what are you gonna do? So yep. you need yep. to make sure that you don't put all of your eggs in one basket, so to speak, yep. but you yep. do have to cater to the platforms where they live. So I would say use all of them, but divvy up your energy and your time um, to where your audience really lives. So that's, a, that's really good advice because at the end of the day, we are using technology and glitches can happen in technology. And sometimes, yep. Things just happen <laughs> and they you do. wake up one morning, you'll be like, uh, that's not cool. 
Uh, right, right. <laughs> so, like I no longer have um, an Instagram account. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Could you imagine like that would just like a lot of businesses would just slam. Well, <laughs> they would just it'd yeah, be game over. Exactly. Yeah. Cool, cool. Look, uh, Danny, I'd love to hear um, a, a little from your from your journey. So often we when we talk to people, um, we, we love to hear like. Was this something of the entrepreneurial journey? Was this something that you kind of knew from a young age, or was it more so something that it kind of it just kind of fell into place as you went through your your kind of working career? I will I will be so honest when I say that I have had such an unconventional yep. journey. <laughs> it's been so so <laughs> right many on. things led yep. me to one place, but I I do think I kind of always had the spirit. For example, when I was when I was in kindergarten. Um, I got in trouble because I was selling Barbies and accessories on the bus <laughs> to other kids. And I was just yeah, right, my right. toys and selling them. And yeah. a mom called my mom and said, you know, she's going to be a drug dealer one day. And my mom was like, she's going to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> well, so, well aren't, drug dealers really yeah. are like the, the first entrepreneurs, really. Totally. <laughs> one of the first. I mean, they're very they're, authentic. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot. There is a lot that goes into that. That is definitely your own business, not one that yeah, I would advise. But <laughs> in theory, absolutely, it is correct. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it was always there. But I was, you know, I was a jumper. I did whatever I loved, whatever I was passionate about. I would, you know, anything from whether I was, you know, in musical theater or dance to then working in retail and fashion, and then switching over to headhunting. Yep. And recruitment to then finally realize as I was recruiting and headhunting, I specifically headhunted for creative and technology professionals. And it yep. was something that I always loved to do on the side. And I was reading these resumes and getting people their dream jobs and vicariously living through yep. them. I just, yep. you know, and one day I woke up and I was like, why not me? Yeah, okay, absolutely. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to start my own social media marketing company and see how it goes. <laughs> That's awesome, and here you are today. That's 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 such a really good story. And I mean, um, it's it's what, what's that kind of advice that you would give to someone that it's kind of like, all right, you know, you hear the old entrepreneur to a wantrepreneur. Um, what is what is the main kind of thing that you see in people? Is it why they don't take that first step? Is it is it fear that you see, or what's the kind of thing that you've seen when with clients that you've helped? Yeah, I think I think one thing. One thing is that people never feel ready. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. you, you, can, you can spend years planning. You can spend yep. years making the perfect marketing plan, going through your budget, having everything yeah. precise and correct. But yep. as an entrepreneur, especially starting the business, you will never be ready and there's never a good time. You know, it, yeah. there's always that crossover of, can I finally quit my full-time job? Do I really want to walk away from that income, those benefits, all of those nice, secure things, which yep. many of us enjoy. And, you know, I worked in corporate for years and enjoyed them very much, but it just got to a point where I knew that I wanted to work for myself and it was yep. just kind of time to leave. And I, I'll tell you, I left without anything lined up. <laughs> I just, just left into uh... it and it, for yep. me, it worked out, and I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs who have had the same experience. You just have to do it. Yeah, you know, some some that we've uh, talked to and some that I've, I've talked to throughout my lifetime and a lot of reason why I've kind of long, gone along this journey is that the ones who have said that they've just taken that jump have often been the ones that have been the most successful without, like, anything really there. Because you have no choice. You have to make it work. Right. 
There's no, there's no other alternative. There's so. no backup plan. This is it, right, man. There's no backup plan. <laughs> we all, we all have bills. We all have things that we want in life. And you know, yeah. when you're an entrepreneur working for yourself, it's, you will find a way to make the money when you need the money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, I think that's a really good way of putting it. Um, and, and it's a matter of like, uh, I think a lot of the time and when, when we've spoken to people as well is that, um, there is this kind of, um, I guess what I'd love to get your take on this is kind of a, um, thing going around where, you know, entrepreneurism does seem to be like the latest cool thing, you know what I mean? Or there's a lot of people I've, I've spoken to and they've got, Oh yeah, I've got, you know, 50,000 Instagram followers and I'm an entrepreneur. It's like, okay, cool. So yeah. So, you know, they've, they've sent a message or we've connected. So what do you do? You know? And it's like, Oh, well, you know, I, I've got this plan and, and, and I have this business and I, I and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what, what, what is it that you're actually doing? You know what I mean? Like, what's that kind of first step that you often see people struggle with? Is it, is it literally just the execution? Is it literally just, just doing it? It's like once that first step happens, do you find that the flow just, just works for people? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's a great question. Um, I, if I understand what you're asking correctly, like, what do I see in terms of like? Sorry, I went on a bit struggle? of a I went on a bit of a tangent there. Sorry about it was that. Like, how are they struggling in the beginning? How are they struggling? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think. Um, so here's one one real truth is that most entrepreneurs are not really great at the organizational and administrative skill set. And so, yep. you know, I'll be honest, I would me, agree. that is not my strong suit. I am the creative. I am on the fly. I want to do this. I want to do that. And the last thing yep. I want to do is invoicing, bookkeeping, you know, actually tidying all of those little things that you feel don't have to do with the business, but they're the biggest part of the business Yeah. because that's yep. the backbone. That's the back end, you know? Yep. So that's something that I've seen that people kind of forget to do that and my advice is yep. that if you're really not going to do it for yourself the most beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is that you have the opportunity to hire someone who doesn't have the skill sets that you do yep so yep. You, yeah you want to make sure that if you can't do it you're bringing yourself with a team of complementary individuals who all have different skill sets to help you know for the yep. overall mission Yeah, no, that's 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 great advice, and uh, um, that actually leads me into the next question, which I was going to ask: was how important do you feel it is? Um, and you hear a lot of uh, successful entrepreneurs say this about surrounding yourself, who surrounding yourself with people in your team who are actually better than than what you are, or smarter than 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 what you are in, in their areas. Like, how important is is that team factor for you? How important is it to surround yourself with like minded? people who who have those those extra skills that, that you know you may lack or not as confident at yeah i mean i i think it's the most important thing in the world you know in general yeah. it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur it doesn't matter if you work full-time you know for a corporation it doesn't matter if you're in college or in school but if you are the smartest person in the room like the saying goes you know that's a problem you always yeah. want to be around people who can help you grow and support you or, you know, are like-minded with you in some way because that's going to keep you on track and it's going to, you know, you'll keep building your world and you'll find that in entrepreneurship, things have different phases. There are times where things yep. can get a little bit lonely. 
because you're not finding the right people. But if you keep doing what you are doing, you will eventually find the right people for you. Awesome. Awesome. Look, uh, Dania, this has been great. I mean, I could literally, I'm sitting here in the sun. Uh, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning in Amazing. Australia. I could literally <laughs> just keep, I could literally just keep chatting like all day about this, but I, I don't want to keep, yeah, yeah. keep you too much longer because I know it's a Friday, Friday evening over there. So, um, yeah. uh, and I'm sure you've had a very busy week. I know you've been jetting around. I uh, Just to get back, I'd, I'd love to just ask just a couple more things, but um, I, I would love to touch on again in regards to um, social media week that you were at before. Um, uh, was there someone, I know you mentioned that lady before that that did that speech that, that you really took something from. Um, was there was there anyone else there, anyone else, uh, I guess somewhat like a connection that you may have met or someone that you may have, uh, just bumped into randomly there because I always talk to people about networking and that kind of thing. Um, I'd love to get your take on how important it is to network and how important it is to talk to like-minded people and how, and you know, what kind of things that you, what's the kind of, I guess my question is what's the kind of best deal or best thing that's happened for you just purely from a network, someone that you bumped into at a random event or randomly online? Yeah, sure. I mean, well, for example, it wasn't necessarily social media week last week, but yeah. I just flew back to LA from MongoDB World 2018. Um, for those of you who might not know, MongoDB is a software, but I had the opportunity to meet and network and connect with some of you know the top tech professionals in New York City and people that I've been wow. following on Instagram as well. And just yep. through the power of Instagram, finding that we were all going to be in the same area at the same time, we were able to link up and I felt like I knew these people for years. Well, so Instagram was really my networking tool to meet everyone yep. in the same place. And I've made amazing friendships off of it. I started a business. Um, I co-founded Creators Code with a girl that I met on Instagram and only met her in person for the first time a few days ago at MongoDB. Well, how so awesome we is that? Built it was it was amazing because yeah. again you know we see so much online and you're always skeptical yeah but i think there's some kind of power about instagram that you can really see so much of like a day in the life of a person that you can feel yeah. when they are authentic or genuine or like-minded to you and when i met her again it was like i knew her for years and yeah it was like this is this is fantastic like we're real life friends <laughs> yeah that's that's amazing, and and like literally, I, I saw a, a, an interview, and I've seen I've seen lots of these, and we know how big VR and that kind of thing is going to be in in the years to come. But I think it's amazing that like literally, like in five ten years time, it could possibly be that we literally, rather than talking like this, we would literally be in the same room, talk, you know, chatting. You know what I mean? Like why right. like that kind of thing blows your mind, and you think that's not, but. That is that is the future. That is what it is, and and, and people have to stay open minded like that. And I think what you've just mentioned, literally starting a business from someone that you met online, and what you've only met a, a few days ago. Yep, that's, for the first that's crazy. Time, that's awesome. We, we've been hosting Tech Tuesdays together on Instagram Live for yeah. you know a few months, and we had this great yeah. idea, and we had really good synergy, so we just went for it. We've been having Saturday morning work meetings where we work, you know, via video or Google chat for like three to yep. four hours. And that's kind of how things have evolved. Even in my own business, my employees are remote employees. So that's, that's how we do that's things. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And, and uh, 
I don't know about you, but I know that when when I've had things like that, and we've got a we've got a bit of a crew with this, but I do have a couple other projects, and we are all remote, and like literally, we live in like five different parts of the world. But it's it's possible. Like people have got to got to stop thinking that I've got to drive to my work. It's literally you can have these connections and start online businesses with anyone in the world. There's no excuses. Absolutely, especially like the power of LinkedIn too. If you yep. can master LinkedIn and build, you know, connections that way, the amount of networking I did on LinkedIn, every job I ever had where I worked for someone else, I it was offered to me on LinkedIn. They yep. found me on LinkedIn to interview me. So these, to me, social media is the best way to network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yep. in real life too, you know, going to these events is really, really important because. These are your yep. connections, and not only are you building your world, but you're building friendships, and people do business yep. with people they like. So at the end of the day, you know, they have to like you to do business with you. So it's all about being there and just building those relationships. That's awesome. Dania, look, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. I, I, I will have to go in a sec because I've got my, my little fellas coming out here in a minute. So I'm going no worries, to uh, no go kicking the ball around. But look, honestly, um, I, I would love to uh, love to organize this again. Hopefully the, the, the chat when I <laughs> works next time when I try to call you, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look, uh, no, it's been a pleasure. And look, thank you for being part um, of the I Don't Have Time to Work community. And I would love... Uh, actually yeah if we could we could chat again that'd be awesome to get another update maybe in the next month or so that'd be that'd be really cool yeah let me know i would love it thank you so much for reaching out to me again guys we all met on instagram so exactly <laughs> exactly exactly so right your eyes open for like-minded people who you want to have conversations with and give back to your community absolutely no it's really good and we we love to hear people who are doing things i mean even if people listen back to hear this and and we just inspire one person to take that first step that'd be awesome Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you so awesome. much. Enjoy your Saturday. <laughs> Thanks, Dania, and thank you. Uh, and uh, I'll uh, I'll jump on I'll jump on after this, and I'll 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 rip the video down, and we'll have it recorded, and uh, we'll get it up on the I Don't Have Time to Work podcast for anyone who wants to tune in, and obviously anyone from our side. Make sure you give Dania a follow. She has some really awesome stuff that she puts up, and it's really great to hear things and perspectives from people on the other side of the world. We sometimes feel a little bit left out down here. We want to hustle and we want to do all these things, but we're, we're on the other side of the world. We're so far away. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. We're, Come, feel free to get me, ask me questions. I respond. Absolutely. I really do respond. So just message me. I can me. verify that. <laughs> I can verify yeah. that, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Thank you so much, Dani. You have an awesome Thanks. day and uh, awesome weekend. And uh, let's chat soon. Sounds good. All right. That wraps up another episode of the I Don't Have Time to Work podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, uh, we're changing our schedule uh, a little bit. So uh, our podcasts are going to come out on different days now. They're going to come out on Sunday nights. Um, it just creates a lot more of a flow for everyone. Um, and don't forget, every Sunday night, uh, we're going to have live on Instagram, 8 p.m. every Sunday night, Sydney, Australia time. We get on, we're going to talk to uh, different people, talk amongst ourselves about different subjects around being an entrepreneur, business owner, or creator, um, the challenges, the um you know, the triumphs, all that kind of stuff. So um, make sure that you join us uh, and make sure that you check us out on Twitch. We're on Twitch every Tuesday. Um, we've got our own channel at I Don't Have Time to Work um, and all of our social media channels are basically at I Don't Have Time to Work. Um, just search us, you'll find us. Um, or what we'll do is we'll drop the links in below uh, where you either 
hear this podcast or if you see this YouTube video or if you're on Facebook. Um, also, our podcast is now available on basically every platform you could possibly think of. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're on Google Play, we're on everything. So there's no excuse not to, to listen and to get inspired. Once again, thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week.